0: So, Luke, you were at the
1: mm-hmm. zoo yesterday. I uh, absolutely was, mate. What did you do at the zoo? Tell our listeners. R- right, I'm going to tell you exactly. So, basically, for my Christmas, Kerry got me a half-day experience at Edinburgh Zoo, right? And you're a zookeeper for half a day, right? Yeah. You're basically doing some shift for <laughs> half a day. So, we were in, for a start, you were at the, like, the Gibbons, like, you're cleaning out their cage. This is more exciting than it actually is, like cleaning shite, (laughs) fish, off the shelves and all that, and then giving them food. And then you're going to, so put it, long story short, you've got to feed most of the animals. So you're talking like feeding the monkeys. So you get like sunflower seeds, you put them in socks and you throw them into the monkeys. They catch them. The penguins, you're like feeding fish into the penguins' mouth. Uh, Meerkats, you're giving them, oh, it was just, it was so wholesome. You know what I mean? It was such a nice experience. But basically you're doing somebody's shift for them for half a day, but the full day experience, which I'm thinking about doing, is you get to feed I think uh, a lion, <gasps> and you get to feed uh, a rhino as well, and see the fact. So you're doing it. Obviously, the zookeeper herself is telling you what she's like, what the animals do, why they have this diet, what they do, you, like keep them. Aye, uh, like even though they're in caged environments, mm-hmm. and obviously the best thing for an animal is to be out in the wild, but like for zoo, for obviously being a zoo, is not ideal. So try and make it as wild like as they can mm-hmm. so like they're telling me telling us about these experiments no experiments but like research they do on the monkeys and stuff right. but it's all voluntary for the monkeys so see if the monkeys want to come down and do it they'll just kind of do it otherwise they'll just walk away and that's fine like they're trying to like the one thing that was really cool was one part um like in the 60s and 70s they would tranquilize the animals mm-hmm. to like get blood samples and stuff or help them with like dental surgery or something like that but basically seeing that If you tranquilise an animal, there's a chance it might not wake up, or it might wake up early, and you're basically humped. Yeah. Um. So basically, they're training the animals like you would a dog, to just get used to the human. So like monkeys, then like they would start like for week on week, like poke a monkey's arm with like a metal rod. And then, as the week goes on, like it would get sharper and sharper. Eventually, the monkey gets used to it, and it's they can be able to voluntarily take blood samples from them and stuff like that. Lovely, cool, mate.
0: Well, thank you. How nice is that? That is lovely. Well, first time zoo uh, will be coming to you very soon. Uh, No, (laughs) I can listen to that. (laughs) Um, no. see
1: honestly Tough, see with the absolute branching you know, that you've been doing recently I think it's going to happen
0: <laughs> <laughs> first time water bottles man we're just going everywhere thank god Jack isn't here man we're getting our 20 minutes and oh I don't know if that's right in the animals anyway or something like that uh, no, 100%, 100% 100% 100% I know 100 saying, I remember saying.
1: I said to Kyle, I would, me, me kind of like to Kyle, oh, we're going to, we're going to Zoom. he's like, oh, do you agree with that? And I'm like, oh, would you
0: agree with that? <laughs> <laughs> like, that he's like, "Are oh, you one of those people? Jesus, I'm like, absolutely God. not one. Well, someone who is one of those people, um, JD, uh, from the solo episode, I'm going to call you Scott. I just want to see your second name. I've decided that was the smartest thing to do all all. Would you agree?
2: Yeah, probably agree with that, despite yeah, a little bit outed. Like two weeks ago or
0: something? No, Nick, did that. To be fair, Scott, that was not (laughs) not my doing.
1: To be fair as hell, you could have just not said anything like that and nobody would have connected to the killer this could just have been another Scott, but (laughs) that's true i know you've connected
0: both episodes up but i'm keeping the canon going the like george lucas did um in the star wars prequels did he (laughs) did he (laughs) that we'll be talking about today i'm very excited about this one i'm not gonna lie this is gonna be a very loose show all right because there isn't i don't think the secret the prequels deserve the analysis we're going to get some other movies. This is going to be a lot of jokes today. I believe. Yeah,
1: uh, absolutely. I've got three pages of notes on each film, right? And, <laughs> oh my god! And it's mostly it is just continuity errors and just how sh- like some stuff just doesn't make sense. How stuff's dated or oh, just it's a mess. Me, it's something else.
0: Well, so the first one we're going to talk about, we're going to start in the beginning. Episode one, *Phantom Menace*, 1999. You don't need to know any more than that. If you're listening to this, you know what Star Wars is. You know you know what's happened. Um, mm. I'll come to you, Scott, first tonight. Phantom right. Menace, what's your opinion overall, oh. in general? I know you gave us a week to
2: watch all these, but uh, I didn't bother. I only watched an- <laughs> I it for like 40 minutes in or something, and it was a good decision. I didn't watch one and two. It's, Jesus Christ, man. It's a lot more brutal than I remember. But um, yeah. mm. the first one I felt was... Is- unnecessary completely like if you want to mm-hmm. you know the overall um storyline and stuff i don't think we really need to see anakin's a wee annoying boy and Liam Neeson and all that's kind of irrelevant it wasn't really my movie i would have preferred if we jumped into two and three and kind of spread that out over three movies but mm. i don't remember one being any good
0: so, yeah i i Look, <laughs> like, yeah, you're a one defender. So before I show my card here, I'm gonna let you go in first tonight. Tell me your right, overall right. thoughts on I, episode one. I, I...
1: When I I seen episode one, like we all did a Rage, it was like it was a fill out. All it was, you didn't really know about Star Wars, but you watched it and it was cool because they fought and all that. Right? you watch it again later on, like you realise it's, it's pish. But see, you <laughs> right, see, thinking back, right after Return of the Jedi came out then you had a huge gap in between star wars so this was like hyped up to fuck yeah. as to this i think this was like one of the worst one of the first trailers ever to be downloaded on a dial-up connection like the final <laughs> menace trailer it was like i remember that's a story like constantly people were like pirating the trailer to see it it was like pure hyped up so see no matter what happened with this film people are going to think it's amazing but there's a couple things i agree anakin is such a wee pain in the hole in it anakin's a pain in the ass for the whole trilogy but especially in this, he's just, he's a—he's like five-year-old, right? No, I'm kidding. Like he's about 11. No, he's about nine, right? Right, yeah, because I never worked out his age. I'm not going to lie. So, like, let's just say he's about nine, ten-year-old, right? But he acts like he's about, like, because he, he'll fix his pod racers and all that, he just acts like a wee dick, and he just, like, punches he not So, this Qui-Gon Jinn, Liam, Liam Neeson's absolutely sensational in this, like, as Qui-Gon Jinn. Mm. He's just, he's so clad I think he's, like, when you think of a Jedi, you think of Oh, dinner's ready. Um, you think uh, somebody's like that's just such a Jedi in my head is quite conjured, um, but Obi Wan's rat tailiness is horrific as well.
0: Well, um, yes, I would agree. That, that's what everything in this. Oh,
1: what <laughs> as much as I like this, oh, I don't like the film. I would tolerate it more than other things, but there's a lot of it, it's dated because ninety percent of it is just green screen CGI pish.
0: Yeah, and I didn't realise how quickly it gets into stuff. Because in my head, I was feel like, can we actually set this up a bit more? But it's actually just five minutes of Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon on the ship. Shit hits the fan, and then but, they like, Qua- <laughs> Jar Jar Binks, and
1: that's it. And but like... see, see, the start is we It just jumps right in. But at the same time, is it not just the most boring start ever? Like, there's a lot of stuff happening. Like The first thing you see is lightsabers. There's actual fan footage on uh, YouTube from somebody filming the start of... Phantom Menace, right? And they pure lose their head when they see lightsabers for the first time in about 40 years.
2: But
1: <laughs> see, when they actually start talking, see those guys that are, like, the... the I can't mean the race, but the aliens that are unbelievably racist that are clearly supposed to be Japanese or something. All right, well, the trade federation. aye. I think...
0: Oh, I don't know oh the race, God, I just know there was the trade federation.
1: the worst thing I've ever seen. And they're for the whole trilogy as well. Aye, so, they great characters. But,
0: wonderful, but...
1: But also, do you, do you remember anything they said? It's just all mush. It's I all pure muck that they.
2: Uh, oh. The know are two of them. They
0: think. won't penetrate our shields. They won't penetrate our shields. <laughs> they are no match for a droid, I, can't. I remember plenty of what they said, man. They, they were awful. Close.
1: The trade federation. Oh, no, they were so, they were so racist. They were so. Oh my god! So these dogs go mental. The trade federation. Yeah, he hates um, the
0: trade federation, mate. I love the trade federation. See, to be honest, right? See all that the stuff people say is boring in episode one. I'd actually like more of it. I like, no, I, I, think it was, absolute, no. I think it was just you're done an wrong. Idea. Yeah, I think no, it was just no, done no. wrong. <laughs> see the Senate stuff, man? You can make that interesting. Game of Thrones right. make politics interesting. It's Star Wars with truff- wrong. No,
1: Truff, think about it, right? You're going for this, Like, right. I get what you mean. See, from a standalone point, you go, maybe I, but you're going for a new hope, Emperor Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, to sitting for 20 minutes listening about politics in the galaxy. Like, who cares? I mate? like to know just more about
0: Chancellor Valorum. That was my biggest critique at episode one, Chancellor of Episode own...
1: also my biggest critique at episode one, and it's it's even as a wee guy to right now, Jar Jar Binks is the worst thing that's happened in Star Wars ever. Right, hold that hands down. <laughs> hold that thought. <laughs> no, <laughs> hold, hold, that, hold thought. that thought because it, it carries into two and three because he's no consistent at all. Right, <laughs> so carry
0: on, yes, Scott. Hmm. Dis- agree or disagree with Luke's opening statement that Jar Jar Binks is the worst thing in Star Wars.
2: He's, he's terrible. Do
0: you know Michael Jackson would meant to play that role? But I absolutely, is disgusting. That would be that, something. That, would, have been that,
2: Aye, that, that would be class, mate.
0: Michael Jackson he's not
2: <laughs> kick it all off. Like, uh, pardon, gives him the ropes for just like a split second, and he makes the wrong decision instantly, and suddenly mm-hmm. everything That's
1: what he does. Oh, but too, it's... <laughs> it's just... are, you, are you are you talking about Final Menace*? Or are you talking? Oh, he about... does that in, in, in uh, *Attack of the Clones*, doesn't he? It, does, oh, it doesn't attack the lovely. clones or not. He's a fucking idiot. I hate him. But like, this is what, right, we're obviously going to get in it, but this is what annoys me. See Jar Jar, you know how he's a pure b- b- baboon in the first one, right? And he's a pure klutz and all that. He's obviously just some kind of color release that George Lucas really was choking to have. <laughs> but then seeing, seeing two and three, He's still there, but he's now suddenly this high-regarded politician that can give, like, senators,
0: like, power. Like, why? How and where? Well, <laughs> that's, was but that's at? the thing. Even in fucking Phantom Menace, it annoys me. Because he's like, oh, yes, you've brought the people together. You're now general. And then in the actual battle, he can't fire a fucking cannon. He can't do anything. Some general, you know what I mean?
1: Mind the, mind the whole series. he was going to be a... Uh... A uh, secret Sith because he was able to <laughs> clutch his way into shooting droids, and Aye. he gave um, Palpatine the power. And people say maybe he was a secret exactly. Sith, and I was a hundred percent behind him. You were on board.
0: Apparently, he's. I was. Apparently, he's dead. He shows up in uh, one of the books, one of the canon books, and he's um, like now begging on the streets. Apparently, like just shut up. Yeah, yeah. Just before the original trilogy, he's now oh, a piece of oh, homeless.
1: Or just for that, right? So just before this, <laughs> that's absolutely so sad.
0: Right. So moving on to Jar Jar, I want to get back to the start of it, like back to just Phantom Menace. Right. And the one consistent thing throughout Phantom Menace that's not in any of the other movies, because he dies at the end, spoiler alert, is Qui Gon Jinn, played by Liam Neeson. And I'm just going to say this: he should have been in more because he's fucking class.
1: No, no, you're 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 right and you're wrong once again, trust. Ah. He should have been in more, but also Darth Maul should have been in more. Aye, but. I yeah, Darth, Darth Maul was probably like top three best things about that prequel trilogy. Simply because one, he didn't have any dialogue, <laughs> because the dialogue, and the whole fucking trilogy is horrendous. Mm. And two, he's, got, he's just unbelievably cool looking. And he's got a double ended lightsaber, which is a sensational part of by the way. Yes. Um, apparently, again, going back to the whole fan reaction thing, apparently the fan reaction to when the trailer came out of the double-ended lightsaber folk, absolutely
0: lost their heads like oh my god how's this possible well, aye, we've seen the reaction to Ray's folded up lightsaber we were going on about a couple of weeks ago man. Mm. fucking class you know what I mean oh, I love new lightsabers when they come out Scott you're a fan of the double-ended lightsaber and who's better Qui-Gon or um, Darth Maul who would you have rather had to stay in oh Qui-Gon he's got a wee
2: bit more of his character but um, <sighs> I don't like the double-bladed thing I don't like Ray's very much and I think it would be uh, raises
1: a bit more mechanical in it.
2: Yeah, I think if they kept out the trailer for the first episode, that'd have been a much better reveal as well. Mm, like, aye,
1: hundred uh, percent. Aye.
0: So. Well, I've not, I've not watched the Phantom Men* trailer in a while. How much does it actually reveal? <laughs> Two. I, it reveals quite a bit. It
1: reveals like, like it, it's more exciting than the actual film itself. <laughs> but also, um, see, when I, I always end up going back to like. Watching a trailer and it gets you absolutely goosebumped, like more than more than the recent Star Wars trailers. Like you feel pure like hyped up to watch this amazing pod race and lightsaber duel battling film, and then you're watching, you're talking about fucking politics for forty minutes at a time, and thinking, "Wow, this is what Darth, Malton, Darth Vader was made out of." Right, I'm so
0: fucking glad you said the thing I wanted you to say there, because I have a bit major bone to pick with Now TV right now. All right, <laughs> this, is oh, my, this is my one major note. All right, now Now TV, have got like the newest cut of *Phantom Menace* up, right, which includes. Like a five minute extended sequence of the pod racing. Now, the pod racing is all well and good, but seeing that the extent. Need to be extended. It doesn't it need to be forever. extended, mate. It's the same fucking thing they show. Like, five times.
1: Is it just about like the camera's facing, like Anakin's view, and it just going, like him telling me, is that, is that what the five minutes is? <laughs> exactly. Face,
0: is. Exactly that's exactly mm, no. what it is and it's fucking horrid man and it's like there's nothing that's actual interesting in the extra bits that lucas has added in but he just gets a fucking hard on for special effects so he's like oh what's uh, this fucking speaking thing, of
2: by
1: the way see i was ready to go in in this podcast and call george lucas an absolute fat smelly wank right <laughs> but, but you wouldn't do that apparently recently bob Iger released a book um, yep. About talking about how, he was a C- how he's was how he been the CEO of Walt Disney. And there's a chapter on how when he, they bought over uh, Star Wars for 4.2 billion. <laughs> and yeah. Bob Iger says in the book that George Lucas felt betrayed by Disney because oh. George Lucas, a part of the contract, um, George was like, Right, I've got an outline for episode 7, 8, and 9. Um, and I would really like you to kind of go away with it. And Bob Iger said in the book, We well, took his ideas and rejected all three of them and done their own thing. <laughs>
0: that- <laughs> like, right. Well, we're going but- to talk about that later on. Um, it's one of our news oh, stories. But we'll we'll talk about we'll talk about it just now. Um, I do not think for a second, having read what was actually in those drafts, that George Lucas's trilogy would have been better. It would have been shite. It <laughs> got it was going to go into more medicorians and the wills and all that, and how the force actually works at a microbiotic level. No,
1: but, no, but you've got to feel sorry for him. He did make it. He did make the whole thing, and he just get told,
0: I know what he's made. We'll he didn't just get told, really him, well. he got four billion dollars, and then he got no, told no, <laughs> there's no, a no, difference got... here. There is a difference between all right oh, no, being betrayed. I don't feel bad at all for him. I don't, and part of the reason is because of these vehicles which, <laughs> which we're discussing right True. now. Right, fair enough. What's right. your so le- just... fact, least favorite part of Phantom Menace? Go around the board so look, tell me your least favourite part of Phantom Menace
1: any time they talk about Claudine's or Anakin being in the screen honestly see when you think when you're watching Phantom Menace I used to know the same as me when you're watching Padme and Anakin talking on screen you're like you're going to be shagging next film that's bogging you
2: <laughs> it at least 10 years apart yep like, I think that but then I mean, I'm she's thinking she's 13 in the movie isn't she but she's she looks 19 or something she
1: looks about 27 don't even geeze <laughs> <use> it <laughs> <laughs>
2: Speaking of I, I'm way, trying I mean, oh, that's actually
1: that's actual Natalie Portman and she's still she looks the exact same now that she did back I then. know, it's
0: actually terrifying like there's five years they five years apart in the because Anakin's maybe na- nine. Way. Anakin's meant to be nine, she's meant to be fourteen. Nah, not having it. That's absolute bullshit. Scott, what's your least favourite part of the Phantom Menace? Uh,
2: actually it's the underwater gungan bit. I hate it, I don't oh. know, always a fish. Well, they can... <laughs> 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 I don't like how if he can build worlds and all that, and they all feel unique. Even though each planet seems to have its own thing, like it's or whatever. But um, <laughs> yeah, I just I think that really, really boring. That is really boring. You don't need more Jar Jar Binks, and then there's like a city phone of them.
1: And like, mm-hmm. I, to, that's a very good point. I was going to say they eat. They probably cop out. Um, Answer would be oh I hate Jar Jar Binks like it's always going to be Jar Jar Binks, but no it's not. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I have something much worse. Mate. Oh, boy. Hey. <laughs> oh my least like, favorite thing about Phantom Menace is Shemee Skywalker. I'm fucking sorry. Oh As I, no why? I just I despise oh. that woman she can't act, <laughs> and I don't see that about a no, lot of people.
1: No 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 see she, I mean I get what you mean but see practically the one which she's dying. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, love. I, lo- I love I love. I love <laughs> that's not no, it's when she's here. Annie, don't look back, don't look back, shut up. I, I just can't, I can't deal with you. Every time she's on screen, I'm just like, you know, oh, and maybe it's because she's Swedish and maybe there's a um, language barrier thing, you know what I mean? And I'm not being racist, all right, but she's-, she's just terrible, I just can't stand her.
1: No. That's I a common thing in this podcast for Truff to be raging about some obscure race or gender or <laughs> That's not, something.
0: I'm not. listen Right. So we're gonna get more positive Honestly. then. Right before we move on from *Phantom Menace*, what's the best thing see, about *Phantom Menace*?
1: Oh, Darth Maul, I, Is it Darth,
0: Darth Maul, Maul or is it? Ju- it's gotta it be. The Fates? It's,
1: it's oh a, no, of the Fates* is throughout the whole trilogy. Don't use it. You can't say that it's good for *Phantom Menace* because then it'd be good for the whole. But time. this was when it was the introduced, thing-
0: though. This was the first time we heard it. Like, no,
1: because then that's me saying, that's like me saying, oh, the best thing about Phantom Menace is the lightsabers because (laughs) that's the first time they're introduced. No, absolutely not.
0: Mm, Interesting.
1: Mm, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, Darth Maul's the best thing. See, every time he's on screen. And who's the guy? He's the guy that plays Toad in the X-Men films as well. Yes, He's like a professional stuntman. And he's so cool, man. He sees flips and all that and he knows what exactly... See when he's like fighting... Obi Wan and Qui Gon Jinn, it looks natural, but it's silly when you go to Revenge of the Sith and there's, there's that one bit when Anakin's been, uh, fighting Obi Wan and they do that oh, thing with the lightsabers really. so for two minutes. <laughs> it <was just> <laughs> it doesn't look like. <laughs> do you know what? Telling <laughs> you know what happens to Ward probably when like Bell? Oh, don't 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 do
0: don't do the do you know... Oh, Scott, what's your favourite part? Is it, is it um ball and all? It has to be. It's, you've not got a lot to pick from, but do you? Not really, no. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: I'm
2: left with that by default, but it is a very, very good scene. It
0: is, a really, it is a really good scene. It is. But I would, I would say that Ewan McGregor's as much to credit for the scene as Ray Park is.
1: I think, though, Ewan McGregor does get better. With every film,
0: yeah,
1: I like. I think. I think he starts off like, like playing as he should be the the apprentice to Qui Gon. Yeah. Like he's really good at just kind of stepping back, letting Qui Gon do all the talking and like Qui Gon do the most thing. And then you see Obi Wan just kind of progress. He's the best thing about the trilogy, like one of the best things. But let's just carry on and move on to the shittest bit of the whole thing that I am regretting talking about.
0: So we're gonna skip to episode three. No, I'm gonna <laughs> oh, f-
1: oh my god, that did my dream come true, my <laughs>
0: Attack of the Cones came out three years yeah. later. For oh, fuck's sake. Was fuck. that three years? To- yeah. Three years to yeah. work it and it's still not black. <laughs> 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 Introduce oh, us so. to many great things such as Hayden Don't Christensen, he- uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Django Fit, Fett, Boba Fett's Da, uh, the Cones, they were a new it's thing we got really in dad, here.
2: Though. It's the weirdest thing. It's literally lit, lit a mini me thing. It's such a uh, it's,
1: it's such a it's, it's like, such oh, a weird a incestuous and bred kind of thing. A small <laughs> me.
0: <laughs> it's really, really... That is <laughs> what children are, though, Scott. You're when not you really. boil it
1: down. No, 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 But it's the difference between I want a son and go. I want a tiny me <laughs> to grow up to <laughs> it's be me. Hard
2: to watch me grow up. It's just so. <laughs> oh,
1: it's an odd thing, but it ruins um, it ruins Boba in my opinion. Well, I like how they gave. Uh,
2: What's the guy who, act, uh, who acts Django Fett again something more something oh, the New Zealand, Zealand guy Yeah, aye him right. voice, but, <laughs> and having that in the original trilogy I think is better than the guy who was on set that they just randomly used <laughs> yeah true <laughs> but,
0: but, that's true that is true um, well, we'll Attack of the Clones uh, basically the story is this someone tries to kill Padme um, a, a number of times Obi-Wan's told to go and figure out who it is Anakin's told to protect her <laughs> um doesn't do that. Everyone gets captured on Geonosis. Uh, there's this guy, Count Dooku, who's causing trouble. The Republic used clones to try and beat them. And that's the movie. <laughs> In a nutshell. Um, uh, just, Speaking of Dangle uh, Fett uh, is but
2: what kind of plan does he have to kill Padme? It's like the bomb didn't work, so I'm gonna hire another bounty hunter and instead like Exactly. Killer, that's exactly I've got a note written down here for that. Like I've been told I've been told to kill her.
1: Yeah. I've been told to kill her. So what I'm going to do is, I'm not going to kill her. I'm going to get. I'm going to use the money that I get given to give to somebody else to kill her. And then when they fail, I'm just going to watch over them and then just dance around the bush a It.
2: It's ridiculous. Buy a, a grenade in, or like just shoot her. Why are these wee slow moving things that give hunters a of time to sense it and and then they can, It's just the most bizarre plan.
0: That's oh, so weird. Like, it's just,
1: so strange.
2: I
0: do. Like, I do- I do completely agree, but I don't think it's the uh, most stupid thing about Attack of oh, the Cones. Chuff, starters off because
1: I've got a fucking list, mate. <laughs> so I, bad. You go, I'll see if there's anything on your list that I'm not saying. <laughs> right, you know what? You know what I've got for a start here? So I've wrote, to begin with, scenes with Pandami and Anakin. Horrendous. <laughs> Any scene with they two together, how bad? Honest, I always like this film, and there's good reason why. But I was thinking, you know what? See the scenes without Anakin and Padua, it's no bad. See when it scenes with them, oh my god, man. See, this is the one with the sand in it, yeah, and it's like sand, so coarse. And then they go they start winching, you're like, what's that? Oh, how's this? <laughs> it's just to this, and then they talk about the weirdest things ever man and it's constant, see when they start rolling about in the grass, but like it's not <laughs> a hill they're on, it's level ground so they're just bouncing off each other <laughs> and it's so so strange, I think, see the Clone Wars idea in general I think that's like a cool idea because obviously there needs to be a gap between Attack the Clones and Revenge of the Sith, um, and the, the Clone Troopers and all that and knowing there was a Jedi that went against the council to go create an army, it's pretty cool uh, a obi could... uh, Obi-Wan as well I think he kind of fits in as well but see Anakin he's just constantly whinging like there's a bit at the start when like oh no it's when Padme is with like a, like, a different set of folk and they're asking Anakin what to do and Padme's like oh we'll just go here and Anakin's like no I'm head of security we'll go here and Padme's like no you're an apprentice you'll shut up and he goes in a wee huff I'm like oh my god you're such a wee wane man <laughs> just fucking act you need wee dick like it his maturity level does not grow at all between Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones, but he just he, his face is so punchable. Like Hayden Christensen, I don't I've not seen him anything else, but he can canny act. I'm I'm convinced that man got there out of Sunday's dial working for George Lucas. There's no way he went to audition for that role. It was ridiculous. Um again, as I mentioned before, Jam Jar being a sudden politician and being absolutely clued up and been able to give this palpatine the Senate is ridiculous. Um, I I can't believe that. Also, see the the ending, like when it's all the the fighting in the Coliseum mm-hmm. I I think that just pure drags it because the unit. Like I keep thinking the all the actors are in front of a green screen with a big stick, and they're all just kind of and I am like, this is the, it. Just pure drags, and there is all these CG monsters, and I was getting pure. It's just either to sell hunters or toys, which it was. Yeah. Or it's just to keep going and going and going. Um, Dooku been old uh, as well. <laughs> uh, I just feel like, see when Dooku's on screen, man, he pure, like slows, in, and suddenly you see this shift, and like, I can't even be arsed for it. And the whole film is just so, like, there's bits that are actually alright that kind of speed up, but then there's other ones that are just so dragging and so horrendous.
2: I like the concept, I just can't. Like, it finally starts to pick up and see before that with the the bit in the conveyor belt that's just awful and like R2-D2 oh with like, three POs like, fucking
1: aye. heeding their bodies yeah, that wasn't oh that is it. so
2: could you imagine that is it not? without that in it no they filmed it afterwards because he watched it back and he's like this is this is really dragging so like they stuck that <laughs> in afterwards and that's like a good 10-15 minutes and that's boring that like, is without it but I- Oh,
1: so there's fun. a bit in that as well. It frustrates me that the guy who actually created Star Wars watched like made this film and thought it was a good idea that like he adds R two D two with rocket thrusters in it. Yeah.
2: And there's
1: many there's many occasions in the original trilogy where R two D two could have used them, but he just suddenly <laughs> forgot how to use them.
2: <laughs> I know he doesn't understand what he's made. It's weird seeing in the behind the scenes on the first one and they're having like the, mm-hmm. they watch back the full film. And then he comes out afterwards and he's like, I've gone a wee bit too far in some places. Like, he realises how badly he's messed it up. <sighs> and you he can't help but laugh, man, because who's the guy that's next to him all the time? And he, you- they talk about him having Yes man, and this, I think he's a producer, or whatever. And he, he doesn't question anything throughout the entire... <laughs> <laughs> and then he gets to the end, the two of them are just sitting looking at each other like, aye, aye, this is... This is yeah. <laughs>
1: This is (laughs) pish. It's so, so ridiculous, mate. It's like, it just, I think it's some bits it does. It drags out. But, like, I get, I think at the time, George Lucas just wanted to have this whole, like, CG mush because it was a thing to have and he wanted to be the first to do it. Mm. And everything in that film is just CG green screened. And, like, you see Hunter's memes with, like, um, Ewan McGregor like just like sitting besit behind one wee prop constantly, <laughs> even in that wee motor one when he's dancing. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I, there's so many where he's like just behind green screen after green screen. After. You ever heard the story about um, what do you call him, Ian McKellen? No, Ian McKellen. Who's um, is it Ian McKellen with Gandalf?
2: Isn't it? Uh, I think so. Aye, yes, right, so aye, whoever's
1: played Gandalf? He he was he was on set of The Hobbit and he started bursting out in tears oh, crying. Aye. Uh, and they were like, oh, why are you of said Because everything's green screen? there's nothing real anymore. And I'm like, that's like a fraction to what Star Wars would have been. It would have been a fucking mess. You're talking to Jar Jar, who, I think he's a black voice actor, yeah. who had to wear this pure green screen costume run about. And I'm like, that must have been a mess to work in. Good acting, but oh my God, it must have been a mess. <laughs> Look, I
0: completely agree with everything you've just said about the CG. <laughs> and I think that's my main problem. Of this entire trilogy as a whole that george lucas thought of i want to make cool cgi shit that looks completely box now and that, that's basically <laughs> the story that is basically the story of the of the prequels is i do not think they're bad stories in themselves or like overarchingly you know what i mean but the way it's been made does nobody any favors whatsoever you know what i mean but i wanted to go back to a point you made right about see when Anakin's pure, like, oh, it goes into the huff and Naboo. See that old guy who's, like, on mm-hmm. Naboo? I fucking love him, man. Because he's in Phantom Menace and all. And then he's at Paddy's funeral in the third one. And i just like, you're yeah, such yeah, a yeah. cool cat. You know what I mean? But he's, like, a big, big dog in Naboo. You know what I mean? But just, like, t- tells everyone what to do. What? He's good. Don't you think,
1: don't you hang? do see, like, just surely you must see that as as a I, person I'm, I'm <laughs> <really tough>. um <laughs> Well well more than me and Scott I would imagine but see this, see constantly like that Colosseum scene, as much of as it, it's kinda cool watching it, surely you must be looking at it and going, Hayden Christensen, I can actually see where he's stepping onto the green screen and you can see everything that he's yeah. not seeing, you know what I mean? Like it's like he's him and Anakin like there's a bit when Mace Windu and Obi-Wan kinda go back to back and like a fighting off and I'm like they must have been felt so awkward like it shows how good they are at acting mind you but like you're watching it and going this is just a pile of piss it's not as if it's impressive CG either it's just no, I hate CG I hate
0: CGI um, and... with a passion when it's used to this extent and um, I think one of the great things that the Disney era um, Star Wars movies have done well is going back to uh, I... like somewhat of a reliance in practical yeah, effects yeah. and scenery
1: to, to be fair, though, The Force Awakens, that was one of the main things about it when it was coming out, was people were rallying that they wanted this to be more practical. And see the the whole bit in Jack all well, the start of yeah. The Force Awakens in Jakku. I mean, everything is just practical. Mm-hmm. And like you see sets, like set photos and all that, and it is yeah. just exactly the way you see it. And it just makes it that wee bit better because it's everything that they're seeing as you're seeing. But see with that, it must... Even in 2000 and... So you said three yeah. years after the summer from 2002. Even in 2002, it must have still been like... Right, this is clearly a piss because it goes on forever, man. And we See when it goes from Dooku, who's clearly in his mm. early 90s at this point.
0: And hey, some the dentist, himself, man. He's... You know
1: what I mean? <laughs> He's <laughs> so, as a hard paper mound, He's a uh, he's he's went from like holding this really cool lightsaber, mm. he's clearly old fashioned and all that, and then it just switches to him flipping about, and you're like, Oh my oh, god, yeah. what's, you really doing? <laughs> what's
2: going on? It, what's right. the fact? So, each individual movie in the prequels has more practical effects than the overall original trilogy did, but you couldn't tell that at all. I couldn't tell that.
1: I can't. Yeah. So. With the original trilogy. I but see, the the original trilogy is that it has hardly no CG whatsoever. But the sets itself is like they've got more detail in it. If you know what I mean. So like you'll see more of the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. And it's it's one big set. But whereas, whereas this has got like a set, and it's got like it will be a bigger set, but it's like Green. populated
2: by right, characters him, that, I um, exactly. Put into making Yoda because he was a puppet in the first one, wasn't he? Oh, I know. And I, think, in fact, the, I no, wasn't the, um, the
1: original the original cut the original yeah cut exactly. Cut Venice, Yoda, I want to jump
0: in it. here and say that's probably one of my favourite things about Attack of the Goons and Defender. I love when, and don't even lie to me when you see when you're a wee guy and Yoda walks into the room and he lights up his lightsaber for the first time but you didn't lose your fucking (laughs) shit because that is still to this day a fucking class moment I can't watch
2: past that part It's it's so bad
1: Oh, see, i, I 100% with you, Scott. He, no, it annoys me. <laughs> like, Yoda's supposed to be wise, like, constantly thinking. He is, like, the embodiment of the Force. And then when he, t- he puts away the stick, he starts doing we like, flips around Count Dooku. You're like, where did this come from? Why do you have a
0: stick to walk? You can no, do it. No, because have taken energy walk? out of him. I'm sorry, right? He's fucking class, <laughs> yeah, all right? And I proper wouldn't proper hear anything <laughs> I don't like the movie, right. but I'm gonna say positive things because we've been entirely negative on it before, <laughs> like for the last ten minutes. No,
1: no, no. <laughs> to be to be fair, I, I had I had nothing. I've got nothing but bad things to say, found clones, but Avengers, oh, my, say God, about Phantom Four* and *The Revenge of But Sith, oh my God, what a step up that the is!
0: The *Clone Wars*, like you alluded to earlier, is a great concept, and we've seen with the *Clone yes, Wars* yeah. series, I like it a lot. How I good that, that concept can be.
2: I was on first Solo*, and it is like the way that they really stretch it out. That's what I wish the movies. Like, went into.
1: But no, this is what I was going I'm going to go into this in Revenge of but no, what annoys me about. Like, again, with the prequels, see, what annoys me is, like, like Obi Wan and Anakin, see, when they're, like, fighting against somebody or they're in danger in Great it's, it's probably prequels in general. You know that it's going to be alright because they're in future films anyway. You know when Obi Wan <laughs> dies, you know when Anakin dies. So, like, at that present moment, you know he doesn't die at that point. So, there's no, like, you are not get any emotional attachment, so uh, like this, like the clone was a cool idea, but you know for a fact that they suddenly turn when Order 66 is e- executed, and you're like, well, oh, I can't really get attached to all these commanders and generals, but, like the clones who are on the but Republican do tell side good when stories you know that.
0: that, like, and it, because you know the concept, they play with that wisely, so don't want to spoil any storylines in it in case you do go and watch <laughs> it, but there are a couple of characters and clones who are, might not act the way you think, necessarily. Do you get what I mean? Oh sure but i'm absolutely not gonna watch it nah i'd say the cold war series is the best star wars out there and for me personally i like how they dive into like
2: you can actually believe anakin obi-wan have uh, got a wee bit of a kind of relationship going on because watching you just for a wee bit sexy they just you don't get the impression (laughs) that their pals are in like
0: Because they split them up. They split them up for every movie. They they, they barely know each other in Phantom Menace. They split them up for for most of Attack of the Clones and Anakin just shouts about them, And then he turns on him in episode three. (laughs) Yeah. See,
1: even in in the second one, when he's... This is what I'm talking about, the Windy bitch. Pish. See when he kills... Just keep going. Just keep going. Oh, my God, man. What is going on? See see when um, they talk about the... When he kills... When Mm -hmm. the Sand People have got his mum... And uh, f- it, obviously, that ad- absolutely horrendous acting of of uh, yes. Anakin's more. and then he goes, kills the sand people, and he goes back, and he's crying. Right, I get that it's an upset moment, and Padme's like, "What's wrong?" And he's like, "Oh." Uh, <laughs> he's he's like oh they, I, I killed them all I killed it, all the younglings as well and and Obi Wan he won't let me do it and I was like well, what are you always doing I, see, I, do like, I, mean, I, I just fucking up.
0: like listen all right it's not Hayden Christensen's fault the writing and attack of the codes is just no. really bad
1: no no no
0: right see before re-watching
1: these again, job I would have hundred percent you and think you know what it was so but Hayden Christensen has the same facial expression for the whole of these two but films. That's in in it's told him it's no, ridiculous. I
2: think right, that's exactly what I wrote down in my notes like, right. dialogue mm-hmm. doesn't matter when you're just like, moments in silence and people are all like, look at how we can formulate become
1: see when you're talking about Sand The f- one of the first scenes in Revenge of the Sith is him going you're so beautiful, and she goes it's because I'm so in love with you, and he's like, not, it's because I'm so in love with you, but it's in the same tone like Natalie Portman kind of puts up a wee bit, but Hayden Christensen is the mm. same tone about it the full time. You think this is cheesy as it is, but you're absolutely naked. whatsoever. Honestly, he could have started there and then I'd be that. That, no like, that deserved it. Like, obviously, nine, like
2: he's and, and, oh, nothing,
1: Not Absolutely, and, and to be fair, I think there would be chemistry, but Hayden Christensen ruins it every time because he's the main focus of all the full trilogy. And since he's the connecting character in between all all of them, you don't get that. that. So, you like with Obi Wan and Natalie Portman, you get oh, Obi Wan and Padme, you get it more in the Revenge of the Sith because he's trying to look out for her. And Anakin's she's the father, is bad and all that. <laughs> and you see that. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. But, like, see, I think Hayden Christensen just absolutely bottled it. And George Lucas, I think you're right, Truff, in the way that George Lucas should have said the way he wanted it, but he didn't. I think he just went, no. Nah, Let's just leave it at that. Like he was if he took the first take and went, I, right I, let's go. Well, let's that's go,
0: exactly what it does. Was, <laughs> apparently, um Katie Fisher set, told a story mm. about that how in the set of Star Wars, like he would just use the first take and she'd have to like ask specifically and like no, I want to do it again. <laughs> like I can do it much better than that. And he's like, No, no, I think it was fine. She's like, No, like no, I can have as the first take.
2: <laughs>
1: Not so bad, mate. Um Attack of the Clones is just like, see, because uh, Like, it doesn't make sense. Like, Darth Vader's supposed to be this pure menacing, like, scary Sith Lord that you're supposed to absolutely be feared when he's on screen. But see, Attack of the Clones, man. See, whenever he talks, you're like, how does he become the big man that he is? He's so fucking whingy and annoying. And see, after that, I think it ruins the image of him. I, I generally think it ruins mm. the image of him in the original trilogy because see when he appears in A New Hope and all that, you don't think he, he is menacing anymore, you just think oh he's only doing this because he's got nothing left and he, he might as well just take over the galaxy. It's not as and if he wants it, he might as well
2: know. that happens and he's met, dead menacing stuff, what does he actually do? He kills kids in those Asian uh, stereotypes? It,
1: <laughs> <Aye>. <laughs> and it gets those Japanese uh, aliens. It gets him. Um, it gets reptilian eyes and all that. See, before that bit, you're like, oh well. Wow. But see, he... oh, there's my ice cream. Um, <laughs> there's a uh, the reason. Wait, I, that whole bit when he's talking, when he's killing all the younglings and being a pure bad bastard. Again, I agree with Scott. You don't find him menacing at all.
0: You just think he's just right. He, so we're just, just the the dummy the now. Cram. But before we do that, all right, have all one on, last like, thing. To one last thing about Attack of the Clones I want to talk about, right? And that is my man, Dex, mm-hmm. Dex, Dexter, Dexter. Oh, shut up! I was, I he's was great.
1: so hoping no, we were going to talk Luke, about this he's man. He's great. Mate, no, he's, he's not. He's, no, you're wrong. No, he's You're wrong. No, no, no. He has
0: four arms and he runs a diner, and he's clearly best pals with our man Obi All All right.
1: But is is this pure like mafia style like retired? gangster that's <laughs> opened up a cafe in the middle of space and it's so, this is what annoys me about the trilogy as well, they they try and like, I don't know how to word this but right. like, earthalise it, if that makes sense so like, there's, there's alien robots so like, do you want a cup of joe, like that's clearly like an earth thing, like it's just a pure like, why are they making it about earth, I want to be about space, I want them to be eating but... squids out of cups and all that I, and, he, and he's got, Dexter Jester has, a, has an actual grey mustache. do you know <laughs> he's, he's, getting a TV he's getting a TV <laughs> he's show he's getting a
0: TV show on Disney Plus right.
1: no he's not he's not oh, well, he's not apparently no, 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 not no he's not, name he's name not. Like, you're lying he uses
2: no. a very very specific dark thing that can only be traced to one person at one place It's can only be traced to Dexter is Jester with something that can't be traced like I don't think you could be able to chase. every gun in this uh, movie movie's pretty much got like a red laser or a blue. And Like why this specific dart that has specific <laughs> markings on it? And you can and one guy can go in, aye, that's where that came from by the way.
0: Because <laughs> writing Scott, because George Lucas had it to be so
2: that's see, why <laughs> somehow I still love these movies. I love the prequels and I go back back and try to watch them and you just keep trying to justify everything. But it's still People. One
0: last person I want to talk about is so the librarian bad. Jedi woman. <laughs> 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 do you know I did research into her. She's one of the last surviving Jedi after Order sixty six. Like she survives, she survives for Shut years. Up, she's not years. Is she not in the and figures out, thing as well? yeah, about? and she figures out that Darth Vader is Anakin, and before and Je- Darth Vader apparently has to kill her and all the stormtroopers that are with him because she figured it out aye what
1: wait, in the comics, where, where did he
0: do this in the wait whereabouts no wait i'm talking um, i'm talking timely after I'm talking episode three timeline. before episode four yeah it's canon it went, it went he went He and had, killed that old Well, he was heading like, down the maybe. Jedi. To be fair, she was an absolute... He was, was heading down,
2: down the Jedi for to be fair, years she was like after episode three, remember? You'd make her first so. on your list if you're going back to kill all the Jedi. No, but she... <laughs> she'd be
0: first on your list. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Aye, she would... She would do it first because she just... Cow. She was a fucking cow. See. was See when she turned it and oh, if it's not in the archives and it's not there, and then uh, Obi-Wan's like impossible she's <laughs> like, mm, you're wrong
0: <laughs> Obi-Wan should have just took out his fucking lightsaber and fly it to that bitch's back, man <laughs> absolutely nonsense from that woman right there, absolutely nonsense anyway. <laughs> we've talked enough about Attack the but... let's jump forward on our three years a more productive three years It has to oh, be said and as say,
2: this has like, oh, this right. the best opening to any Star Wars movie still mm-hmm. think a new what's host, the first a new oh 100% when it's like a wee ship and then the big Star Destroyer comes in over the front it's just it's, it's yeah. amazing it's so simple but this one's so good like when the that's in and then he just like tilts over the ship and dives down into this whole big like battle yeah mosh pit type thing
0: because <laughs> that's the <laughs> <laughs> yeah chop yeah. yeah. it yeah. this yeah. is the first like space <laughs> battle we get like, I've had space battles before, but it's usually like, oh, these are smaller ships try to blow up a bigger ship. Oh. Like, we've never had, like, an actual equal space battle before oh. this, you know what I mean? You don't like Rogue One, and I don't understand why. But
2: the space battle... Get into
0: not, that in you must like that. Nah. I, I've, I can't... Nah. We'll get into Rogue One in our day. We're not here for that All discussion. It. I'm okay. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think Revenge of the
1: Sith is, is such a, like... I want to say a class film, yep. but see after watching Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones, it's by comparison. Does that
0: make sense? Like by proxy, it's because like, it was you've it, just eaten it's two pish. pieces like, of may... shit. If someone presents you with an Asda pizza, you're gonna think it's Michelin Star. <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: Oh no. That's no, true. but Asda Pizza is class, but like the the, po- the point is, is the it's the best out all three, but Anakin still doesn't. Oh, ju- ge- George Lucas, that by the way, his consistency about Anakin being a windy cow is <laughs> absolutely consistent. Like he's constantly moaning. He's like constantly moaning. He's not getting recognized enough. He's constantly moaning. He's not a Jedi Master yet. He's he's got a seat in the council,
0: but he's not getting anywhere. That's all the um, bullshit. But but I'm again, sorry, I agree the- with him. that's all the bullshit. What? No, it's,
2: like they could have
0: been smarter about it. No, it's not.
2: They
1: should have no, been it's not. so not. See smarter it, about it. See if you're. Oh. Truff, you. You're working in McDonald's, right? Like theoretically, you're working at McDonald's, right? You're an employee. You've been he's there not for been two there years, years, and you want to become a
0: manager. He's and a, a fucking general. Go, oh, he was one of the Clone Wars' oh, so been... heroes. Was doing everything right, and I, and should have been made a master, but they just got pissy because it was Palpatine.
1: But uh, but Obi Wan even said that he's even lucky to get a seat. He's the youngest they've ever picked to have un- a seat. Never mind become a master. Polls, he, he should appreciate
2: get, what he has. He's getting all the towels or whatever, like the thinking out of- I don't know. He's on the same, like, he's in the same council and all that, but they're just not going to call him master. Like, he's there. That's the main thing. And he's just getting happy about having that. It was fucking
0: stubbornness. Uh, It was stubbornness. No, And And that's what that's See, they made him a master. (laughs) He doesn't turn to the dark side. He feels happy. You know what I mean? Nah. I'm sorry.
1: Uh, No, but the point, no, the point, see, even at the end, when he he says to Mace Windu that, oh, by the way, like, there's a, Mm. Like Palpatine's a Sith yeah. Lord, kind of thing, right? Uh, and once, and he goes, Right, okay, if that's true, then we're going to go arrest him. He's like, Oh, you need my help? He's like, No, wait, till we're yeah, back. no wonder. There's no wee right. huff about that. No How wonder. How long is it going to be? Because Anakin would have
0: been no, cut down don't as talk fucking quickly
1: as can be. I'll tell you that
0: for free. Jesus Christ, old man with a laser stick no, comes at it's... him and he just and crumbles. Oh, man,
1: exactly, exactly. Mace Windu didn't they invite him because of the exact reason why he actually came because when I he came him, he Mace Windu ended up getting pushed to his the dark side
2: and his hand like up his sleeve, old man with a lightsaber tucked up his sleeve in the same way like your grand would have a handkerchief tucked up her sleeve. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's such an old lightsaber looking and all. You're I'm like, sorry, right? See, the carpet. biggest problem with Episode Three is how stupid the Jedi are. <laughs> I'm sorry, like, but. The Jedi are so stupid. I'm sorry, what? They are so sorry, stupid. What? Like, they don't know the Sith, that there's a fucking Dark Lord of the Sith in control of the Senate.
1: No, they do. No, they do.
0: But they didn't they absolutely fuck all about it they, for they... about 10 years. All right, aye.
1: No, they do. There's a bit... There's a... There's a war going on, mate. Like, they can't do much about it. They can't just start pointing fingers. The Jedi way is to figure out and get it aye, diplomatically. The, Je- the Jedi way was fucking Figure out, not just start killing... That's why there's a Sith, mate. That's why there's a Sith, because the Sith would have just... Uh, like, aye. <laughs> the out, Jedi should have done? they need done to prove... it was the reverse. The Sith wouldn't have had that problem. But they've... They've got kidnapped- no... They've got no proof to point at Palpatine for a start, but they've got a rough idea, but they're thinking, what could it be someone else and, nah, There's a huge array I think it could have been. Like
0: fucking Bail
1: Organa. It was fucking, it was fucking
0: no one. It was fucking Palpatine. <laughs> you look at me, it looks evil. <laughs> Anakin, <laughs> keep, Anakin should have, have
2: realised that. Yeah, no, here, see where we the, stay. The dialogue, see what stupid is, because like, they're so hypocritical and stuff, and they keep putting, like, I think Anakin's overall arc does make sense. It's just really, really poorly handled. So, I...
1: Really, I, I get what you mean like see uh, how he, he's like like Anakin kills and it shows how he's a bad guy but then Mace yeah. Windu's like gonna kill yeah, Palpatine exactly and he's like well that's not the Jedi know. way and like Mace Windu's supposed to be this of Mace
0: Windu? He'll, see what we're on the subject right is Palpatine is Palpatine, is Palpatine yes. the best yes, thing in this mis- film he knows him. what movie he's in and it's just like I'm gonna have fucking so much fun with <laughs> this I think it's incredible he's oh, terrible nah it's great
1: so great. <laughs> uh, no. See when he's getting killed by. See yeah. when he's turning into that oh. pure potato by Mace Windu and he's like, ah, he is portrayed as. I was like, oh my god, so that's the best thing I've ever seen. <laughs> he's so. But see from there, see, since he, when he turns full on, like, absolute Voldemort kind of style, getting a guy, it goes from there into this pure uh, extreme pantomime villain and everyone still agrees with him.
2: And I love the of like. <laughs> uh, snaps, like Jaclyn Hyde, like, dramatic, amiable um, head snaps, and it's like he gets away with two in the same thing, whatever. Anakin doesn't realize; it doesn't clock <laughs> like, Actual person will just spin around, you <laughs> like that. I, no- <laughs> no- <laughs> 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 See when he kills face
1: one and as you say, Anakin just puts his knee down and goes, "You were right, I was I, wrong." <laughs> like,
0: oh, I wow, will I'm say sure. that it's one scene <laughs> in this movie with Palpatine that still gets talked about today. And that is when he tells Anakin the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise. I fucking love that that's scene, the... man.
1: I'll. I, that's a class. That's a class. No, right, But see, going past that scene, what are they watching? The, fucking, I, the I, I think, think, I think it's a circus of some what kind. I think it's Cirque du Soleil. I thought it was. I thought it was an orchestra, but it's just. See, I paused it. It's yeah, like I, bubbles. What we see, we it. <laughs> but it's. <laughs> It's like but so like Palpatine's bought tickets to see that and Anakin's came next to him. But soon as he starts talking about Darth Plagueis as a wise, um people talk about that all the time when they talk about Star Wars, like going into it. Darth Plagueis as a Wise was supposed to be rumoured mm-hmm. to be Snoke be. in the new trilogy. Um still could be. Um but Darth Plagueis as a wise was also apparently yeah. Palpatine's uh, master and the and the and the apprentice that he talks about killing is um actually Palpatine himself. But I didn't know this until a couple of years ago. I say this if it was recent, it was a few years ago. But um ap- mm-hmm. apprentices of the Sith Masters, it's yeah. like they're supposed to kill the master. But well, that's why to take know, on in their canon,
0: title. um Palpatine is actually not the master of the Sith in Phantom Menace because Darth Plagueis is still alive during the events of Phantom Menace. Nice. That's like in Canon, it was in a Darth Plagueis that got released a couple of years ago. So basically when Darth Maul was a Sith apprentice, he's not technically a Sith apprentice until Plagueis is killed. I did not know that. Mm. I, right, I'm absolutely not That's having the that truth. because <laughs> no, no.
2: How's how? It's, it's, it's <laughs> a, I, 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 I'm trying,
0: right, okay. But it <laughs> doesn't um, stop it being something that happens. But.
1: There's two things, Truff and Scott. I want to talk about specifically in this film, right? So one, I've had, i had, I've got this pure, um, what do you call it? The Mandela effect. I'm convinced that General Grievous no, was once no, in Attack yeah. of the Clones. Was he not? So I, I've always thought he yeah. was over two films. Yeah. And he's only in one. I don't know why. But G- General Grievous is, uh, I think he's a class
0: idea, but he's only made to make toys. I, just think he, <laughs> um, I, I think he's a class idea. And once again, the Clone Wars is the only thing that does him justice. You
2: know what I mean? He's another character who's like... We like can, I, I think like, than in the prequels is like this actually where we hear <laughs> he's really good at something. We hear that some kind of major thing has taken place but we hear, like all the time instead of mm-hmm. yeah. these massive long corridors that no one could possibly be off walking down with and talking about things that <laughs> and that's yeah. cool. And like, why aren't you showing us this? And then I uh, think uh, Revenge of the Sith, even though it's got the same run feels like it's trying to cram everything in. It feels like a very, very, like, there's constantly those sacking things going across the scenes, the different scenes. It's like, <laughs> like, it's <everything's> so fast. <laughs> I think I did this out over another movie or two, instead of getting mm. Anakin as a kid and stuff. It's just, it seems completely poorly handled uh, from like the first movie right to the end, in that kind of in that kind of regard. But it's just yeah. fast.
0: I will say we do get some like the one thing with General Grievous is like he he looks cool when he's doing all his moves and stuff, and he has the four arms. But the fact that he gets shot so easily <laughs> to his yeah, unguarded yeah, like, heart—I he know.
2: Over his hands. <laughs>
0: <That's terrible. laughs> How has he actually not died before that? That was that was my like, thought. So that's the thing. Like
2: he's um he's an I've told told about who's been really good, but then he always just runs away. Yeah. What what I
1: question about is the fact that he's got that's some kind of cold, is cold all, it? cough, like the, but there's the no, room. he's, but he's get, but he's getting get no lungs. Like, how's he coughing if he's getting um, lungs? I don't a, understand a point us. well made. <laughs> 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 he's got he's got a heart, and that's that Also, I forgot to mention. So, see throughout the whole of this trilogy, the Jedi have these tricks that they just refuse to use the no they use in the weirdest way so in phantom menace obi-wan true obi-wan and qui-gon have this thing where they speed across <laughs> corridors and in a second never used again um and and the third one revenge no in fact all three of them they have this weird thing where they can leap like absolute yeah. like, skyscrapers with one jump and land uh, but why is this never...
0: It's not as if it's any other... Like, obviously no, Luke does do it in the, episode the, the 6. Trilogy. Luke but, has a huge jump in episode 6 across um, Jabba the Hutt's ships and all that. It's not that
2: noticeable. Does it?
0: No, it wasn't that yeah, big. Still, it was not that still big. good jumps, though. You know what I mean? So I'd say I'd forgive that specific one because um, there is a...
1: No, but the speed... This... The are, to, to be uh, fair, that's, like, that's a common thing
0: with the Jedi it. is using tricks that's never been heard of or do, or alluded to before such as Luke's ghost, Avatar and The Last <laughs> the last Jedi <laughs> I mean <laughs> Oh, don't, that's another conversation what is, in where, now, Can we just go in, because I think it's um, the most memeable movie of all time Revenge of the Sith, right? What's your favourite, best line in Revenge of the Sith? You know what you are going to say no, you don't. <laughs> I'll go first. What about the droid attack in the wikis? It's the best line in any movie of all time. I love that line, man. It just gets absolutely clumped. No, no, no. The best,
1: the best line That is at the very start when Dooku's going to get killed, and then Peltine goes, <laughs> and I can do it.
0: I quote that all the time, <laughs> that one actually, because I was like, good, good. <laughs> that's like what's like. Kill now kill him. him.
1: <laughs> um, well, think, like, Scott, have you got a favourite line? No, I'll, I'll give you one right now. I'll give you one right now, and it's like you're so beautiful. It's because I'm so in love with oh. you. No, it's because I'm so in love with oh. you. You oh, oh, no. so you're blinded bad. by love. Oh, no, my God. Bro- No, she goes. No, she gets raging. She goes. <laughs> <"He> so <laughs> love's blinded you, and he goes. I don't Well, know mean that And then she goes. I know, well, I hope it's not.
0: Anyway the best line is Glen You're my brother Anakin. I loved you. I love only went screaming at him when he's got no legs. I have the, hi- <laughs> he's got I no have the legs. high ground His arm's Anakin. cut off. And this oh. guy's just screaming at him. <laughs> <laughs> no
1: right, we'll get we'll get to that we'll get to the ending in a minute, right? But see Why? I want to talk about Mace Windu for a bit.
0: He's a nothing right, character. I want to know I? your opinion on so. Mace Windu. doesn't need to be there. <laughs>
1: Right, for a start, That's Samuel Jackson demanded he had a purple lightsaber mm-hmm. because it couldn't be arse when green or blue, which is class. Two, mm-hmm. apparently he's the That's best fighter in the galaxy, right? Gets his arse handed to him on <laughs> multiple occasions. Three, see the very end. He, all always, morals go to the windy when he wants to kill Palpatine. And he's like, oh, he's got no chance against a cult and all that. Like, He's humped. And the fact is, he is, a, he is just as much a whinger yeah. as uh, Anakin at times. He's just... And he says he has a bad feeling about this and that. Like, he surely must know uh, these things. What's he interesting is his character
0: revealed outside of the movies as well, because apparently he's the only practitioner of a, of a rare Jedi fighting style, like fighting style 7 or something like that. And um, it's the one where you actually have to lean yeah, into yeah. the dark side um, to be able to use it. So that, like that stuff is interesting about him. You know what I mean? But I don't get any of that in the movies. All I get of in the movies is him being a mighty bastard.
1: Again again is Scott Scott says that as well. Scott said that as well. Scott said the best thing about these prequel trilogies exactly. is stuff that you don't get told <laughs> stuff that you you find out within uh, the, lore I'm gonna say, and the the book. This and is my favourite era of Star Wars. Like, I'm not cool. as
0: much into rebels and empires and stuff like that and shooting wee guns at stormtroopers. Like that's not what I want. I want lightsaber battles. I want Jedi and I want Sith. You know what I mean? But it's just bad movies. Before before we get any before we get into the
1: lightsaber battles in the the final, the, obviously because we're going to talk about the finale. Uh, it's an absolute definite. But see the whole uh, like the whole over thing of it, and it's from the start. Of attack the clones You start seeing mm. the death star getting planned. Like, does that no. still make you a wee bit excited about it? And um, it gets me a wee bit sorry, like No! I, I, right, sorry, Scott. <laughs> um, see, see the attack the clones. There's a bit when it's like, oh, if they're riding in, I'll keep the plans. And you see Death Star, and I was like, oh, the Death Star, there it is. Feels the big man there. <laughs> but like, I mean, I get, I, I still feel it. And then at the end of the, end of the edge of when you see it getting built, again, it pure raises questions as to how nobody's seen it getting built <laughs> and how there is anything contractors parts, on that Death Star that the get killed that you know what I mean? <laughs> like, the, like
0: the you just take I, it away.
1: No, but surely, surely you would see some kind of traffic going along that way. Like, there's clearly some amount of people, or some kind of like amount of data going. Like, they've got so much futuristic technology, they would surely see like, something uh, along those lines.
2: In, like, I get wanting tiebacks and stuff, and like, um, like Chewbacca being there. Stuff, but for me, it kind of... Yeah, that's what Do you reckon there's random? Like, so it weird. doesn't really make too much sense. So yeah, I, I can see how it would make it excited or whatever, but it's just like another thing to think about, and a am really confusing
1: and. Uh... But it would, it makes sense on the lines of like, see the timeline of like, obviously they didn't just make a Death Star overnight. Like it would take years upon years upon years of planning mm. and making. So it like, it makes sense that way. But the one part I want to talk to you about, Chuff, before we move on again, because I didn't get your opinion on earlier on, is R2-D2, ultimate <laughs> ability of rocket thrusters. And he uses this in the Sith as well. I but don't care about again, the rocket thrusters. Like, I that sort of thing doesn't matter to me. Right, let's, you know I mean? let's do, One thing that I, found, that I found really, like, again, as Scott said about the callbacks and all that, I found, I was starting to think about it, and I think it's the only clever thing in the whole trilogy, is when Yoda and Chewbacca meet, and then Yoda says bye to Chewbacca, and he goes, "Well, he says you will never see him again." No, I don't they think they did ever see each other again after that. And uh, uh, and it's just a wild thought that there, there's been there was, how many sex overall? Yes, yeah. sex yeah. uh, overall, and like they, they don't meet up again. But it's two characters that were never on screen anyway. They were only on screen for about twenty minutes. That but was like two nice. Main I just that thought was, it was nice, absolutely though. wild. That, that thing like let's talk about the final part nice, because that's, it was that's a nice why one. we're all
0: here. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about that <laughs> step arm. The final battle.
1: Right. Right, so let, let's start from the beginning, right? So you've got Padme coming to see Anakin. Anakin sees the ship, he comes out and Anakin's like, No, we'll roll the galaxy together and then Paddy's realising, Oh my god, he is actually he's actually from the dark side. And then Anakin clocks Obi Wan standing there and Obi Wan looks like he's in the scud, yeah. like we are Superman was. pose at the hell, top this. of the ramp, waiting to <laughs> oh, oh wow, waiting to butter Anakin and Anakin... I, do you get the feeling that Anakin
0: thought we'll be one in Padme? Yeah. I think that's what he's Dragon? meant Yeah, I think it's not too clear. Is yeah, that, it's not too clear. Is that, is that what he's I implying? Think that's what we're meant to think, or he, we're meant to think that he thinks, but the, George Lucas just hasn't done it well <laughs> at right. all. So...
1: So, um... Anakin then goes not notices. So Padme gets knocked out, <laughs> clean knocked mm-hmm. out by Anakin. And, uh... So they start fighting, right? Jula Fates kicks in, and you've got them two fighting, which is, I think, is a class fight. It's but there's lots long. of flips that are unnecessary. I think if they kept it on the ground, they would be good as well. Right? It's very long, but no, it ruins it as well. Is it going towards Yoda and Palpatine? Right? And that, Why? that can he take that fight seriously at all? Palpatine's pushing himself laughing while
0: he's throwing I, actual seats which would be quite like, that's at least 30 on times your Yoda. size <laughs> so like, I'd be laughing at all, thinking how's this wee green muppet got any chance against these full <laughs> fucking booths that I'm throwing at him you know what I mean
1: <laughs> it's so mental But and again we t- me and Scott talked about this earlier on see you in a bit and it's quite early on in the fight when Obi-Wan and Anakin start like flipping the lightsabers in front of them and at the back of them, and but no touching each other. They're just like three centimetres apart, just going, voom, 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 And then jumping. <laughs> it's so weird. Like, because it's why you keep that I mean, like There's nothing
2: else there's nothing to say to that, is there? Like... Have you seen what they cut out of the movie? What? If you haven't, you need to find it. It's terrible. Like You know what the stars no. they've got to rescue the Chancellor. And they get caught in the ray and stuff. And Anakin is um. trying to like pretend he knows what D2 R- is yeah. saying. Well it's always implied that he knows, but he's like, oh no, I think he beat means up and stuff like that and it is horrendous. I have seen it, that, like, that like, actually, that I've seen that deleted
0: scene now. Oh, I have God. seen that. It. That's it's, funny. It's really, really bad. I have to say that my favourite part of that end battle is the the high ground bit. And you get just the impression that Anakin is still a wee guy. Yeah, Obi Wan was right all along, and Obi Wan is just the fucking beast, <laughs> just cuts him out of the sky. It's class.
1: See, again, like hindsight's a great thing, obviously. But see the bit where he just—he's like, "I loved you like a brother, Anakin," and like, see that when he leaves yes. him there as a nugget, just burning alive. Why wouldn't you just go up and go? I know that this boy mm-hmm. was the. Was the chosen one? Mm-hmm. He was going to bring balance to the light and the dark. Why don't I just know that since he's going to be the worst thing that's ever happened to the force? Because he, he not still loved him. I think that's <laughs> beautiful
0: about it. He still loved him. <laughs>
1: right, no, but see if I loved him, Truff, see that if see if that was me and you, Truff, and I had the high ground and you were on the and I knew you were the chosen one, and you were going to bring mm-hmm. everything worse to the force and all the rest of it, well, I would definitely pull well, it before you. In the no offense, much, well,
2: just you know, to
1: absolutely. Ah, you would be. You'd be like, right. I'm so sorry about this. Zoom,
0: rather than going. I'm gonna like be bonnet and absolutely. Listen, all (laughs) I I think we've had a really interesting talk today (laughs) on the prequels. (laughs) It's been very stop start. But one thing I wanted us to do to end it was a wee bit of a retrospective here. If we haven't seen Episode Nine yet, but from what we've seen with Episode Seven and Eight, which is better, the prequels? Mm -hmm
2: or the sequels? Um, right, I'll, I'll just go first quickly. I was thinking about this when I was watching episode three. It's, and we kind of brushed upon it earlier, George Lucas makes like amazing, like, amazing world building and it makes like a really interesting universe and the original trilogy and the prequels, everything's so different and I really like that because I think the time between episodes three and four is a lot longer, no, shorter, sorry, than it is with the sequels, but the sequels, mm-hmm. everything's just like a different colour, and I get, yeah, we can really do that for nostalgia reasons, but, it just, it takes something, it gets boring, I like the design of the, Stormtroopers, I think that's really, really good,
0: but apart mm-hmm.
2: from that, it just, borrows too heavily,
0: and So the- your prequels then?
2: Yeah, yeah, I mean, Force Awakens, is <sighs> seen differently. Like, that is, it's, it's, oh. it's a good movie, but it's, it's a new hope there's no real denying
0: that and the last jedi is a very hard watch i'm not a fan -hmm. of the movie at all scott's prequels look where do you stand
1: um i'm gonna say right that (laughs) i was watching attack of the clones right and whilst watching attack of the clones i was thinking is this better than the last jedi Which is a question I think we should ask ourselves because The Last Jedi has the same moments as Attack of the Clones, but it drags. There's too much going on. You're like, why is this happening? This is not like the characters that you know. Um, And it makes you think, is Attack of the Clones better than The Last Jedi? And everyone knows how much I fucking hate Attack of the Clones. (laughs) But I think I favour the sequel trilogy because I like The Force Awakens so much, but Scott makes a good point. I only like The Force Awakens so much because it's A New Hope revamped. But See the Force Awakens itself, I think that in itself redeems and um, like the sequel trilogy. Like we don't know how like, it Even ended. though it is a new hope again, but it brings it, it does, I, we don't know how it's in it, but it brings a new light to, like, it, it it does what it was good at and it kind of makes it better. So you've got Rey, who's a female protagonist, she's not a Jedi straight off the bat, yeah. like, she's not giving a lightsaber straight off the bat. You've got um, John Boyega's character, Finn. Um, you've got BBA, you've got what do you call Paul Dameron you've got those kind of characters as well but they're they're different, they're the exact same as your old ones, but also your prequel trilogy you've got, it, it is so bad and just, I just, and I, again, you don't know how it's going to end. Episode nine could be fucking horrendous, and i I'll just feel really like, "No, Attack of the Clones is the it's best cool, film ever."
2: But I didn't watch episode one and two in the run up to this. I watched just <laughs> <two laughs> <three, laughs> <three, laughs> <three, laughs> like I might have changed <laughs> my mind if I'd watched one and two before coming. Out. I'm
0: gonna, I'm gonna agree that the prequels are lesser made movies, but a better overarching story because for better for worse, at least he's planned it all the way through. So as a trilogy, it's cohesive. Mm. my problem with the sequel I like both Force Awakens and Last Jedi but I don't like Force Awakens and Last Jedi together if that makes sense because Last Jedi is a completely different thing to what Force Awakens mm-hmm. was and it doesn't flow you know what I mean, episode 9 I actually feel so bad for J.J. because I don't know how you, you wrap it up effectively I hope he does, I hope he <laughs> manages to find a way to like explain He's Last Jedi
2: from what he said I think, I think yeah. wrap up everything really well but
0: well, he's not going to come out Scott and say nah this is going to be shite you know what I mean <laughs> like
2: you know what I mean like very very <laughs> about it. and to be fair he pulls it people to off as well because it's a big ass yeah. like, not having yeah. that sorted. I think
1: you'll see uh, you said earlier on Scott like see the colour and like the whole like Force Awakens does have a different colour palette compared to the rest if that makes sense but, and I get what Truff means, like, see when you put Last Jedi and um, Force Awakens side by side, they do have completely different, like, colours and different, like, they look different mm. films and they don't look like sequels to each other. So I think it'll, like, the Ninth film will go back to what the Force Awakens was like. It was, like, gritty and it gets to the point. But I think with what happened in mm. a, well it is a wee bit fucked and a sense of we're it's supposed to wrap up the Skywalker even. saga like, but it's just letting it's, a
2: different director pick up and do their own thing when they've not got three movies and like a trilogy not being planned out
0: it's a terrible decision uh-huh. it's actually terrible well we're going to end this first part there because I'm on 1% uh, so <laughs> we'll be back in part 2 for a wee bit of Star sure. Wars up to date news so we'll see you then We're back for part two. It's a brief part two. Uh, it's just, a wee, just a wee news update more than anything else. But I want to, uh, before we do that, remind you that we've got a new YouTube exclusive show coming to you in the next couple of weeks. Uh, the first one that will be launching. We will be doing FT Awards talk, counting uh, down all your awards season content. We also have FT Super News coming soon. We uh, Luke and Torres of uh, full-time football fame uh we'll be jumping in and we'll be talking about all the news as it happens uh we'll most likely be discussing spider-man's return to the mcu and how it made me feel like a massive cunt um when it happened <laughs> so yes let's have a week stay tuned for that but news i wanted to talk about today is 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 big Kevin Feige will be producing a Star Wars film. Kevin Feige, obviously, the, the mastermind, the godfather of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He'll be working with Kathleen Kennedy to produce an unspecified Star Wars movie. What does this mean, panel? Over to you. What does it mean?
1: <laughs> uh, I mean, I said this to you ages ago, this would happen because... Um, I can only imagine that Kevin Feige, after what he's done with MCU, he would be sought after by many a studio. But why would he drift from what he knows, which is Disney at the end of the day? Mm. Um I think I originally said that DC wanted probably maybe I wanted to pick him up mm. because obviously why wouldn't they? But I don't I think Feige's a very much a loyal boy. Um and so I said that Star Wars after the sequel trilogy, they're gonna be a wee bit on shaky ground. Mm. They'll want a they want a universe, but they won't want to keep doing sequel after sequel after sequel. Yeah. Solo was was absolutely bang average. Rogue One was great. Um yeah. I'll leave that to that. Mm-hmm. Um
2: mm-hmm. so <laughs> I, say,
1: I, I did say that Feige would get pushed over to Star Wars. Um but this means that I think I think we're gonna see some weird ideas coming out. Bro, like see- as in we're going to see a lot of stories that you wouldn't expect. I wouldn't expect Guardians of the Galaxy to do well. That's going to happen. So I feel like we're going to get films of that kind of, like, you don't expect it to
0: do well. More risks. Okay. Well, yeah. apparently a big-time Marvel actor has already attached for the movie. Um, oh. But I genuinely think the reason this has happened is to keep him happy more than anything else. Because apparently he's his fandom is Star Wars. What he loves is Star Wars. And he's been wanting to do this for years. But and Scott, I'll come to you because I'm not in the business of bashing Kathleen Kennedy, because outside of Star Wars, she is one of the best producers in the history of Hollywood, right? And that's without a fact. That's that's a fact, right? But she's not good at story planning. So Scott, I will come to you. Does this mean? Do you think Disney have plans to oust Kathleen Kennedy at the end of her contract and put Kevin Feige in her position? Um, I don't know.
2: I. She's not very popular at the moment, is she? Nah. And Kevin Feige's obviously done amazing with Marvel, so I I wouldn't be surprised if that's what the majority of people would push for. Mm. And maybe that's enough to just tip it over the edge, because she's not handled the franchise particularly well.
0: Well, how many producers' names do you actually know when you think about it? (laughs) Like, you know, like, two... And Kevin Feige, you think good thumbs up. Kathleen Kennedy, you think uh, thumbs down maybe. You know what I mean? Which is unfair in her, but that's just the public perception. You know what well, I
2: mean? The only negative thing I can think about um, him coming in is I'm I, I'm not a huge Marvel fan, but like I can watch them. They're, they're all good movies, pretty much all of them. But there's a bit of like a a formula to how they play out. Mm. So I. You don't very want very I don't want that to come to Star Wars. That's the only thing. But apart from that, I'm looking for something a wee bit different. I think what, what we're saying would be uh, pretty spot on, and a wee bit more variety would be a very, very good thing. Yeah.
0: Um, like, do you agree with that? What Scott just said about Feige? Would you be feared that he bring maybe the Marvel formula to Star Wars? Or do you think that's a good thing?
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, why would it not be a good thing? Like, to be honest, I get what he means. It's very, it's very beginning middle end way mm-hmm. of the films. But the whole point of I G being there was the over connecting arc yeah. of the whole thing. He knows exactly what he's doing. I'm sure some of these Doug will agree with me there. Yeah. Um, the overall art of it is just like he knows how to connect it. He knows how to bring people back in, and that's what Star. Wars, not that Star Wars needs money, but that Star Wars needs like consistent money, which is what Marvel is. Like Ant Man and the Wasp, but you wouldn't have went and seen that film. But the only reason I went and seen that film was because mm-hmm. there was a bridge between that and Infinity War. Yeah. Um, So, like, it's stuff like that. He's the one that thinks about this. He thinks, oh, I believe he thinks five, ten films down the line. I mean, it's only recently it came out that um, the original post credit scene for Iron Man, Nick Fury scene, were actually entailed a radioactive spider bite and mutants, just in case they had X Men and Spider Man, but they they cut it out because they couldn't. But they couldn't. But they filmed it. Like he's he's thinking about three, four steps ahead, in case, in case, in case. Um, and Star Wars needs that. Star Wars needs somebody to go right. People want to see people want to see a Han Solo film where mm-hmm. he's doing this. People want to see a Chewbacca film or do it. like stuff like you 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 would want to see, but you're not too sure of. And it leads on to other things like Solo with Darth Maul. Aye, being, I think that's a TV I, that's show a very now. A good point in having that like, like more uh,
0: consistency
2: throughout everything. Aye. and, and I think that's what
1: Feige people. would be looking for. Is like I think that's what's missing currently because they're going by the formula of what the what Star Wars has always been, which is. Um, with the trilogy of just one, two, three, and it just goes on, like continues on for the last one. Whereas I think it needs more branching out; it needs more mm-hmm. pushed out that way.
0: Mm. Well, I agree completely with what you're saying. I think if, if it is then for Kathleen Kennedy, if, I don't think it's been a disastrous one financially. And to be honest, what we're getting is a dream team of a producer who knows how to get budgets, get directors, and make a film. And a producer who has good long-term storytelling. So, if anything, it's going to be a dream combo for at least one film. You know what I mean? So, I think that's a positive to take away from it. Before we go today, I want each of you to give a prediction for Episode Nine. Just one prediction. One thing you think maybe out there, maybe not, is going to happen. Uh, so, Luke, we'll come at you first. Ray as a Kenobi. Just leave that there. I don't need context. <laughs> but the fact that you've not seen Clone Wars and said that, if you watch Clone Wars, I think you'll be more convinced that Ray's a Kenobi. Wait, no,
1: well, that's how I said it. Ray is a Kenobi. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, Wait.
2: What you,
0: Scott, what are you thinking?
2: Um, I've not given this movie much thought at all, to be honest. It's not really on your radar. me in any way. But yeah. one thing I don't want to happen, I'll just go, <laughs> that's so negative, is. Uh, for Palpatine to come back in any kind of like physical way, or he's not really dead that kind of thing, because I think it would just take a lot away from the original mm. trilogy. And I think the sequel trilogy is already like lent enough on nostalgia and bringing other people back. I wanted to see it branch out in its own thing, but I understand to bring other people back, you want to get the, mm-hmm. the main characters back. Yeah, I'd rather just see something new, but you're not really going to get that in the last movie of a trilogy. So
0: I'm going to make my prediction. And Ninum is going to finally die, I think. He survived a lot. The wee guys, he's, he's done well. I'm going to give it to him. You know, I'm not saying he has any. But I think if there's one guy who's going to be off in this next movie, it's Ninum. And I think he'll be side by side with Lando. And Lando will hold the wee bastard in his arms. And he'll be like, <laughs> you know what? Unlucky son, good innings. And that's where we'll end today. Good innings, people. <laughs> good innings are our frequent <laughs> episodes. Next week is the start of October. Which means start of horror October. Here at First Time Films, every episode in October will be a horror movie. And we'll be releasing four episodes in October. And our first episode will be on 2000's seminal comedy classic, Scary Movie, to start us off. Oh, yes. Jackson, I, I love that. I can't wait to this? talk yeah he is I see that Scott's a loyal listener he has like he has like apparently the busiest schedule on the planet like oh when's everyone free this week and Jack gives you a half an hour slot like it's six o'clock in the morning (laughs) on a Tuesday (laughs) and it's like well (laughs) anyway troops uh, from me from Luke from Scott and from the whole galaxy um, may the force be with you yeah go fuck yourselves